So today we're going to continue <clears throat> Law of One Session 84. It was received April 14, 1982. And we've gone through the first half of the, que uh, of the session, which is mainly uh, commentary from taken from Book 5, or L&L &L commentary that was put into Book 5. And <clears throat> we just finished some material about UFO contact and the influence of the subconscious of an individual in interpreting any kind of uh, multi-dimensional or paranormal experience. And we're starting today with 84.9 and we're going to go into a long <clears throat> series of exchanges teaching about sexual transfer uh, and possibly, hopefully, finish the session today. So 84.9, Don begins, says thank you. Then he continues, going back to the previous session, it was stated that each sexual activity was a transfer before the veil. I'm assuming from that that what you mean that there was a transfer of energy for each sexual activity before the veil, which indicates that to me that a transfer doesn't, place, doesn't take place every time. Taking the case before the veil, would you trace the flow of energy that is transferred and tell me if that was the planned activity or a planned transfer by the designing logos. <clears throat> and so this is um, back to the discussion of conditions before the veil and the, the overall or deeper topic of what is planned versus what is um, um, fashioned or developed by free will within the context of uh, certain logoic plans or logoic um, parameters like veil or no veil. Um, what's planned, what's not planned, this is a difficult question and that goes into you know, how we think about our own lives. It, uh, what should I do? Um, there may not be a should but there may be a better, what's best, <clears throat> and how much um, higher self plans a life versus how much we're by free will choosing our own conditions consciously uh, is a very deep philosophical point. Anyway, Ra answers the path of energy transfer before the veiling during the sexual intercourse meaning so before veil for sexual intercourse was that of the two entities possessed of green ray capability. The awareness of all as creator is that which opens the green energy center. Thusly, there was no possibility of blockage due to the sure knowledge of each by each that each was the creator. The transfers were weak due to the ease with which such transfers could take place between any two polarized entities during sexual intercourse. So, <clears throat> some um, basic points about uh, consciousness conditions in third density before the veil or in 3D worlds without veil. <clears throat> Number one, uh, both entities had green ray capability. There was no, uh, there, it was available, uh, but it was not, uh, it, it was easily accessible or they had the capability. I mean, we have green ray capability too. So capability means potential or possibility. Obviously, we have that too, after the veil. But it was a little different. 
because they had also awareness of all as creator they also had this knowledge that each was the creator and so to to say that god is all or all is one um yeah could go to the to the statement of uh, i am god too or i am the creator and that <clears throat> uh, generally uh <laughs> you know is is uh, understood in the presence of lower chakra blockage and that's what leads to psychopathology or comes out of psychopathology <clears throat> grandiosity i am the one infinite creator and uh if 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 the lower chakra blockages are not resolved then the person um gets attached to this sort of false spiritual grandiosity and imagines that their sense of self is creator or their understanding interpretation of what their self is is the creator which is not true the creator is infinity infinity is all or all is included in infinity obviously and so that infinity of all or each uh, arose from or came out of or expresses its source which is the one infinite creator so uh, the source of the water in the river uh or is the nature of the water the water <laughs> is is a, a manifestation of its source and so identity true identity is source what is a self but it is not our conceptualization or our limited experience of a self obviously but before the veil there was always a transfer <clears throat> um because they always knew that that all is the creator that means each being is a creator in their total beingness but because um it was there was no effort required for that awareness or knowledge therefore there was no effort made to achieve a green ray transfer or achieve any um anything of greater value in the sexual intercourse because they already lived in this sure knowledge that that god is everywhere and each being is god or the creator uh, they had sexual uh, exchange they had green ray transfer but it was a weak transfer <clears throat> and they didn't have any blockage but they didn't you, so so this is very subtle and we can't get into the philosophy but simply having no blockage doesn't necessarily um lead to increased polarization <laughs> so there can be freedom from blockage um without um a corresponding polarization and so they had no blockage no possibility of blockage <clears throat> due to the sure knowledge of each by each that each is creator so no blockage no no lower chakra blockage more or less however <laughs> um because um because they could experience a joy or happiness uh effortlessly such as the loving sexuality because they could have they had it effortlessly they didn't there wasn't um a certain kind of will based <clears throat> uh commitment uh that is associated with polarization so it's very subtle and 
the other point Rob makes here is that awareness of all this creator uh, opens Green Ray Center. The Green Energy Center is opened by awareness of all this creator. So when Ra prescribes the, the, the training, look around, you see the creator, look at other beings, see the creator, look in the mirror, see the creator. This is um, helping to develop awareness that all is the creator. Now, we don't know what the creator is, or the creator is infinity, is intelligent infinity, or infinite intelligence. What is that? It can't be conceived. So, <laughs> uh, we can't actually... Uh, the, the conceptualization of what we're aware of isn't awareness of the Creator. Conceiving of the Creator is not uh, knowing the Creator. Um, but we can have some sense of it, or Source, Creator, and that's associated with this the awareness of, of the sacredness of all, the hallowed or consecrate nature of, of everyday reality, everyday life. Ron talked about his contact with seventh chakra, or activate, you know, contact contact with intelligent infinity, seventh chakra activation, six seven chakra linkage, uh, associated with awareness of the the sacred nature of all, the the consecrate or hallowed nature of all phenomena, body, beings, three D objects, situations, karmic flow, you know, multidimensional reality awareness itself uh, that sense of, of sacred consecrated uh, divinity everywhere is um, akin to or is an awareness of all as creator or creator as all and so <clears throat> uh, conception you know you, you can't capture um, infinity by concept but anyway, because they had this awareness, but they hadn't didn't have to work for it, uh, although they had green ray transfer, it wasn't achieved by effort and didn't lead to great or significant polarization. 84.10, Don goes on, what I was getting at more precisely was, is the energy transfer, a path of energy transfer, I meant, was the, when we close an electrical circuit, it's easier, easy to follow the path of energy. It goes along the conductor. I'm trying to determine whether this transfer is between green or between the heart chakras of each entity, or is. I'm trying to trace the flow of phys- the physical flow of the energy to try to get an idea of blockages after the veil. I may be off on a wrong track here, but if I'm wrong, we'll just drop it. But can you tell me something about that? See, Don is trying to trace the physical circuitry, the physical pathways, uh, as we would do in uh, an electrical, you know, blueprint, or a blueprint of electrical wiring in a house or something. Is it going between the chest heart of one partner to the other, or what? And that's obviously limited, but it's, it's helpful as a first level analysis of what sexual energy transfer is. In raw, understanding that Answers in such a drawing or schematic representation of the circuitry between two mind-body spirits, meaning before veil, or mind-body spirit complexes, meaning after the veil, in sexual or other energy transfer, the circuit <clears throat> always the circuit opens always at the red or base center, first ray, and moves as possible through the intervening energy centers. 
It, if baffled, it will stop at orange, second ray. If not, it will proceed to yellow, third ray. If still unbaffled, it shall proceed to green, fourth ray. It is well to remember, in the case of the mind-body-spirit before the veil, that the chakras or energy centers could well be functioning without crystallization. So Ra is um, giving something akin to a drawing or schematic representation of the circuitry. Mind-body-spirit is the term for a third density being before veil. Mind-body-spirit complex is the term for a being after the veil. There are many types of energy transfers Ross talked about. Physical, sexual, mental, spiritual. Uh, the circuit begins or opens at red for each, meaning root chakra, then goes up the sushumna or the channels from the root chakra to the crown, just like Kundalini. Same. Uh, and basically, <clears throat> the idea of being baffled, baffled is like a waffle. Waffling, baffling is a blockage. Uh, but it's not a all or nothing affair. It, it might be more proper to say to the degree it is baffled or blocked, um, there is there is decrease of the upward um, upward spiraling light at each block center. So to the degree that there's blockage in orange and yellow, uh, just that degree of blockage limits a certain amount of upward spiraling light from the red root ray chakra, red ray root chakra, up to the heart. <clears throat> so as much goes up as can, given uh, what's blocked or baffled at each of the chakras up the line. <clears throat> and that, that's the simple matter is um, uh, the basis of fifth ray is fourth ray. The basis of fourth and fifth ray development is first, second, third ray. And so energy is coming in at the root always. That's called the energy of catalyst or the, the energy of experience or the continual flow. So Hindu yoga knows that. Esoteric Buddhism knows that. Taoism knows that. Um, and so uh, there's this continual flow of red to violet or root ray, first ray to seven however much hits the crown depends on the relative blockage or clearance of the chakras two through six or all those points in between one and seven so as much goes to green as can and so if you want to be loving uh, work through your psychological personal blockages and if you want to develop wisdom discernment, uh, not only work through personal psychological blockages, uh, psychological conflict and dynamics, but also focus on love and um, what acceptance and compassion and understanding is all about. So <clears throat> if you want the higher, clear the lower. And so there's also a difference between clearing the lower triad or clearing blockages in one, two, three, particularly two and three and activation crystallization of four and five, of four, five, six. And so that's what Ra is saying, that in the case of mind-body-spirit, meaning entities before the veil, uh, chakras are energy centers, equivalent, uh, may be functioning without crystallization. Ra didn't talk about lower chakras crystallizing, but four and five crystallizing, crystallized healer being the one who's <clears throat> so clear in one, two, three, that very little energy is being blocked in one, two, three. Most of it goes to four, five, six, and four, five is so well developed that they become 
sort of stabilized in an apparently crystalline state. It's not a physical crystal, it's not a mineral, um, you know, element, uh, elemental crystallization of fourth and fifth ray, but there is a, I, what I would say is a stabilization or stabilized, regularized activation in balance of four five. And that's necessary for the adept, too. So, then, um, that's how the energy flows. Each one, uh, each partner in the sexual union, which is male-female, because Ross said that there's no, there isn't, um, <clears throat> there isn't sexual transfer um, between um, entities of the same sex, same gender, because of the, the circuitry. The circuitry is not polarized in the biological, metaphysical or the metaphysical polarity of male-female. So only male-female has the biological metaphysical, or only that biological difference has the metaphysical circuitry polarization necessary for green ray transfer and up. There can be non-sexual green ray transfer between same-gender beings, but not sexual. And so, because there's a needed, needed metaphysical polarization associated with biological gender, that's all. It's not a. It's not a political matter for raw. So, <clears throat> basically, each entity always has um, energy coming in at red rag, and always goes up to crown or around the the seven chakra system, the upward spiraling light up the spine, downward the front. Uh, each entity has that all the time, and each entity all the time has that going up. Uh, to heart and blue and above, to whatever degree they're free from lower triad blockage. When they're in sexual union, um, there is a sharing of that. And Ra will explain more. 84.11, Don goes on. In other words, they would be functioning, but it would be equivalent in electrical circuitry to having a high resistance, shall we say, for the, and although the, the circuit would be complete, red through green, the total quantity of energy transferred would be less. Is this correct? Seems right to me. Ross said, we might closely, we might most closely associate your query with the concept of voltage. The uncrystallized lower centers cannot deliver the higher voltage. The crystallized centers may become quite remarkable in the high voltage characteristics of the energy transfer as it reaches green ray and indeed, as green ray is crystallized, this also applies to the higher energy centers <clears throat> until such energy transfers become an onestation for the creator. Onestation is, a, a is an obsolete word that I'm sure nobody in the group knew, as Ross sometimes brings forth, uh, called meaning adornment or grace, a sort of um, a, a um, precious... Um, adorn, adornment of grace, a precious adornment of grace, we can say, graceful adornment, which is really uh, the offering of two beings to the Creator, which is really the idea that, that um, service to any is service to the one, and even self-development itself is service to the Creator, and sexual transfer, or any kind of high, higher transfer, uh, it has a certain uh, precious, uh, sort of sacred, sacred preciousness to it, and uh, in in some ways adorns or 
um, gives uh, adoration, uh, adornment and adoration are similar, a sort of adoration, adornment, um, kind of um, sincere offering um, to the one infinite creator, to, to the source or to our true nature. And from Ra's um, answer, 8411 here, associating this um, issue of uh, electrical uh, circuitry or um, a schematic uh, or the energy path, the physical energy pathway uh, associated with green ray transfer and sex, sexual transfer, sexual green ray energy transfer, putting it in the concept of voltage. Uh, also, they seem to imply that lower chakras can get crystallized. And so then, uh, then there's the crystallization of both the lower triad and green-blue. Both uh, can be crystallized, because we're all talking about the uncrystallized lower centers, in the case of significant orange and yellow blockage. Can't deliver a higher voltage, like resistance, like he's Don is saying. The circuit is complete, but there's um, limited energy voltage available or possible because of uh, particularly orange, yellow, second, third chakra blockage, meaning both partners have strong psychological conflicts and blockages and issues, right? Self-esteem issues, control issues, um, <clears throat> um, vulnerability, fear issues, anger tendency, avoidance dot, 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 you know, shame and guilt, low self-value, low self-esteem, controlling tendencies. Ron talked about four characteristics of mind that lead to drop-down from green ray in sexual transfer. Uh, two desires and two fears. Desire to possess, meaning control the other. A desire to be possessed, or meaning desire to be controlled by the other. And fear of possession, meaning I'm afraid that you're going to control me, and fear of possessing, meaning I'm afraid I'm going to control you. And so these two desires and two fears associated with possession, that was the word they used, which really means control or domination, um, equals the tendencies of lower child, equals the manifestation in behavior or psychology of second and third chakra blockages, orange-yellow blockages, manifest as tendencies towards these two fears and two desires being the desires of desire to control. Possess means, you know, your mind, I own you. And uh, the desire to be controlled, meaning um, he, she doesn't love me unless they dominate me, or I want to be uh, owned. I'm yours. Tell me what to do. And then fear of being possessed, like um, I'm wary of somebody who wants to get too close to me because I think they want to control me, fear. And then to fear of possessing, which is generally the, the softest of the four. And uh, I found it working with people associated with sort of settle, uh, strongly self-doubting folks, good-hearted but inadequate wisdom wanderers generally, who don't realize that they're less controlling than they think they are. <laughs> and also have some um, lack of processing of their own desires to control. The shadow, you know, they, they 
I'm good, I'm good, I want to be good, I've got to be good, I hate my negative emotions, I hate my ego, this kind of view. Uh, fear that, that if I really open my heart to you, or uh, if, it's not the fear you're going to get me, it's the fear that if I really show my love to you, um, this little monster of controlling and dominating will come out of me and I'll end up controlling and dominating you. So I've got to stay away for your own good, for my own good, to avoid this bad thing that's going to come forth from out of me. Meaning, I'm afraid that I'll control you if I'm too close to you, like that. And so, these two fears and two desires associated with control, possession, control, domination, um, drop down the transfer from green ray. And that is associated with decreasing voltage, and that is associated with non with uncrystallized lower centers. So blocked lower triad equals uncrystallized lower triad. And then Ra seems to indicate that, yeah, the lower triad can be crystallized. Crystallized basically in the in similar to four five, in the sense that um, significant blockage is dissolved and they achieve some kind of stabilized, regularized condition. 2-3, similar to 4-5. And so I've talked about the, the mandala of mind, 2-3, 4-5. And uh, maybe someday um, there'll be a talk only on that. But the crystallization of 2-3 is akin to the crystallization of 4-5. And it's basically stabilized regularization um, of um, chakra activity and function. And so uh, that's very doable. <clears throat> and that and that leads to a stability of character, and stability of mind, and very much associated with samadhi. Yep, yep, yep. Meaning the ability to to be well in silence or stillness or ease or um, being comfortable with one's own skin, and then knowing one's mind pretty well. And uh, doesn't mean perfectly free of distortion. It means significantly free of self-conflict. 84.12, would you please correct me on this statement? Then, Don goes on, I'm guessing that what happens is that when a transfer takes place, the energy is that light energy that comes in through the feet of the entity and starts the vo starts the something something, dot dot dot. The voltage or potential difference starts with the red energy center and in the case of the green ray transfer, terminates at the green energy center and then must leap or flow from the green energy center of one entity to the green of the other, then something happens to it. Could you clear up my thinking on that? Ross says yes, meaning, I guess <laughs> they mean, yeah, we can clear up your thinking. It seems pretty accurate as a physical representation. Uh, Ra, <laughs> Ra keeps talking about the philosophical, metaphysical, and Don pulls back to the physical um, schematic. But the physical schematic is, is important to get a sense of you know what's really happening uh, in 3D physics terms, which is the basis of uh, the metaphysical. So it is interesting and useful. 84.13, would you please do that, and Ra will explain the, the physical schematic in light of the metaphysical. 84.13, Ra says... <clears throat> The energy transfer occurs in one releasing of the potential difference. 
this does not leap between green and green energy centers, but is the sharing of the energies of each from red ray upwards. In this context, it may be seen to be at its most efficient when both entities have orgasm simultaneously. However, it functions as transfer if either has the orgasm, and indeed in the case of the physically expressed love between a mated pair which does not have the conclusion you call orgasm, there is, nonetheless, a considerable amount of energy transferred due to the potential difference which has been raised as long as both entities are aware of this potential and release its strength to each other by desire of the will in a mental or mind complex dedication. You may see this practice as being used to generate energy transfers in some of your practices of what you may call other than Christian religious distortion systems of the loved one. And Ra um, explained that last statement that this practice um, of deliberately generating, raising, and sharing uh, energy, intelligent energy, by sexual intercourse, sexual, it's basically tantra, obviously. It's, it's called, Chinese call it dual cult, Taoists call it dual cultivation. <clears throat> this practice being used to generate energy transfers in some of your practices of what you may call other than Christian religious distortion systems of the loved one. And Ra explaining Don's request for an example, 8414 says, we preface this example with the reminder that each system is quite distorted and its teachings always half lost. However, one such system is that called Tantric Yoga. Tantra. Tantrayana. And um, yeah, there's Hindu Tantra, there's Buddhist Tantra, there's Taoist dual cultivation, and um, there probably are esoteric traditions, maybe in Sufi and Christian as well. And the teachings are half lost, (laughs) or half wrong, and distorted, and unhelpful. So, be careful. Uh, What is energy transfer? Well, it's not leaping of a line of energy from heart to heart. Uh, How it happens is one releasing of the potential one, meaning what? One single, or each one? Each one, I think, releases the potential difference. What is potential difference? Well, we're talking about metaphysical electronics, (laughs) voltage, metaphysical voltage, potential, releasing, sharing. And I'm not a physicist, but it's basically sharing energies of each from red ray upwards, and so it's not like a single line, a single wire from the uh, root chakra to the heart center and then a uh, zap of energy from heart to heart. It's more like a, a mutual suffusing, suffusing of, of both in the um, energy that's naturally generated, uh, or it's basically generated and raised and shared. The generation is the friction of the sexual organs in coitus, the coital union of uh, lingam and uh, yoni, the lingam and the yoni, the male, the female, um, organs, organs of generation, are generating kundalini, or generating, or they're basically facilitating, they're increasing the flow of intelligent energy from root to crown, going up as far as it can. So 
the rubbing of two sticks together <laughs> makes fire. The rubbing of the lingam and the yoni, yes indeed, is the way it's done. And that can also be done by mind and very little motion. And uh, Tantra is a big deal. And it's really um, not like um, sex. <laughs> it's not like, hey, let's fucking have a good time, or I love you, oh my god, I need you so much. It's neither. It's not sentimental. Um, it's not guttural. Uh, it's a training. It's a practice. In Tibetan Buddhism, they understand it, although they have their issues and um, abuses. But um, it's it's almost like... I think that in Tibetan Buddhism, there's some view that <clears throat> if you have any kind of strong attachment to the opposite gender, body, or sexuality, you're not ready for the practice. <laughs> if, you, if you're doing the practice because you like sex, then you shouldn't be doing the practice. And the only monks that are doing sexual tantra are those that have strong detachment from sexual interest, actually. <laughs> because the ones that have strong attachment to sexuality, which everybody has more or less, um, end up doing it because they want to have sex. But that's not what this is about. It's not about let's have sex because we love sex. It's about uh, let's do this cultivation together. The cultivation of, again, uh, generating, raising, and sharing. And so uh, sharing of each energy, each um, the, the energy, the seven chakra energy field of each is shared with each of the of the partners to whatever degree energy goes up the the sushumna or the channel from root to crown and so it doesn't have to stop at green there can be blue ray transfer there can be indigo ray transfer um, now raw says it's most efficient when both have simultaneous orgasm meaning let's come together uh, however it, there is a trans so there's a difference between most efficient and transfer there's transfer and there's most efficient transfer most efficient Ross says is simultaneous orgasm but there's transfer um, whether each <clears throat> has orgasm or not meaning um, if there's physically then that's what this is physically expressed love between a mated pair and so there is some th this is not random and the the mating of the pair of the couple is an important aspect here um, meaning these are soulmates or these are long-term partners this is not a party trick and so it's not uh, eyes wide shut it's a uh, heart wide open and um, a natural commitment of one to the other because they know that that's the best <laughs> this is the best partner for me of all those that are available why would I want somebody who's less compatible? So, <laughs> there's, there's no uh, enforced monogamy or commitment or exclusivity because why would I want somebody who's less compatible than this one who's profoundly compatible, which means profoundly, naturally um, fitting and reflective and, and supportive and knowing. So, this is physically expressed love, and it doesn't have to have orgasm, although that's optimal. A considerable amount of energy is transferred, and so this is a potential difference in the fact that both are, are not, uh, both partners, each partner is not developed to the same degree as the other. And so, how that, you know, they're both green ray activated, if not more, uh, usually more too, but 
um, there's some differential and uh, they need to be aware of this potential whatever that means aware that we can have this uh, metaphysical energy sharing um, transfer then release its strength by desire of will and mental mind complex which means I offer myself to you I offer the these uh, I offer God's light to you um, in union with you my beloved I offer God's light to you um, which is obviously no fear of, of being possessed <laughs> or no desire to possess so there's no fear and then there's no desire for control in that it's a, a you know true self-offering and so that's I think what Ram means by the um, desire of will will as desire uh, in mental or mind complex dedication a dedication a deliberate dedication in mind by will to offer to the beloved um, this energy um, this energy flow and um, it doesn't need you know uh, every Tibetan Buddhist who's for real <clears throat> will tell you that you don't need this practice for complete and perfect enlightenment Gautama didn't do it so <laughs> Nityananda didn't do it Nisargadat didn't do it <laughs> Lin Chi didn't do it you don't need it um, but for some it works well it's a good practice for some not and many people get in trouble or they just sort of stay in the lowlands and there's nothing wrong with it it's you know sex is fun sex is good sex is love sex is whatever you want want whatever you make it actually uh, but this is not for the purpose of having a good time and um, it's a very serious practice actually in those traditions in Taoism too would you give me an example last statement okay this is tantric yoga 84.15 moving on to a different um, getting into a little more detail actually Don goes on considering individual A and individual B if individual A experiences the orgasm is the energy then transferred to individual B in a greater amount is it correct <laughs> Raz said your query is incomplete please restate Don 84.16 restates says what I am trying to determine is the direction of the energy transfer as a function of orgasm meaning uh, does the energy go in one direction or another depending on the orgasm does the orgasm sort of open the spigot and release and I don't think that's the case which entity gets the transferred energy Don says I know it's a dumb question but it's a I want to be sure I have it cleared up it's not a dumb question at all it's a difficult topic Ra explains if both entities are well polarized and vibrating in green ray love any orgasm shall offer equal energy to both so you 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 know metaphysically um, there are interpenetrating energy fields physically we see two distinct bodies that are delimited by the um, skin the skin and the flesh the bones and the flesh and the skin is the uh, limit or the um, border of each entity seen physically in physical manifestation but uh, multi-dimensionally uh, these are spherical energy field beings beingness two beings of spherical energy fields interpenetrating uh, each other uh, they're um, so so when one has orgasm 
um, they're both affected. Um, and so there's, uh, there's a difference between transferring energy and offering energy. Uh, when we're talking about one to the other, we're talking about transfer. When we're talking about that which causes the transfer, meaning the energy releasing, then we're talking about offering. And so the energy, uh, the, the, the uh, upward spiraling light, or kundalini, going normally from root to crown, uh, goes up to as much uh, goes to heart green ray as possible, based on the degree of blockage or clearance of the lower triad, one, two, three. Whether there's orgasm or not, the very fact that they're in sexual coital union actually, um, uh, and, and that there is love, right? There, there's real care, um, allows um, both transfer and uh, sharing. And so simply the raising uh, in green ray mind, in love, um, no desire to control or be controlled and no fear of it, uh, that open-hearted being together in sexual union immediately allows energy to go from root to heart, from one to four, and um, all that's raised is, is shared. And that sharing, we call it transfer, but it's really a sharing, it's a full sharing of each with each. And so this is well polarized and vibrating in green ray love. So this is the the org the orgasm perhaps is the most is the optimal uh, condition facilitating transfer. But whether or not there's orgasm or not, whether both have same time or neither has at all, or one or not the other, it doesn't matter. Um, there's the raising and sharing uh, and transferring and um, uh, making use of together uh, of the raised energies uh, root to heart and so um, any kind of focus on orgasm is really um, problematic if people make a big too much of a big deal out of it and every sexual therapist will tell you that also that if you focus on having orgasm <laughs> the experience will be um, the, the experience will be stressful because there's a sense of oh my god I've got to have orga orgasm, I've got to have I have to have her have an orgasm, or I myself have to have an orgasm, or I'm not happy if you don't have an orgasm, or something like that. So um, people should <laughs> get beyond that limited view. Anyway, eighty four seventeen. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I may not finish the session today, but. If not, um, I'll go into the sexual sexuality and spiritual path PDF, which I myself have prepared, which is a PDF available on the, my Tumblr site, and I'll send a link, um, or there'll be a link in the description box for this video, and uh, maybe I'll take something from that next time if we have to uh, do a third hour. 8417, Don says, I see. He goes on, before the veil, can you describe any other physical difference that we haven't talked about yet with respect to the sexual energy transfers or relationships or anything prior to veiling? Kind of a big question. Ross says, perhaps the most critical difference of the veiling before and after was that before 
the mind, body, and spirit were veiled, entities were aware that each energy transfer, and indeed very nearly all that proceeds from any intercourse, social or sexual, between two entities, has its character and substance in time-space, rather than space-time. The energies transferred during the sexual activity are not, properly speaking, of space-time. There is a great component of what you may call metaphysical energy transferred. Indeed, the body complex as a whole is greatly misunderstood due to the post-veiling assumption that the physical manifestation called the body is subject only to physical stimuli. This is emphatically not so. And so that that's um, a, a specification of the comment that Ross said that the physical and the metaphysical are inseparable. And that's one of the most important comments in the whole the whole 106 sessions to me. The metaphysical and the the physical and the metaphysical are inseparable. They can't be separated. So you have two sides to the same coin. It's one coin, and if you look at it, uh, its form has two sides. Head and tail, we may say. Physical not and metaphysical. Physical being space-time, metaphysical being time-space. Before the veil, it was known that the physical is inseparable with or as a face of the metaphysical. It's not that they're even two sides of the same coin. It's one field of life called the octave, which manifests in certain dimensions as dual time-space and space-time, then physical-physical. Like here we have astral plane, heaven worlds, uh, and then physical space-time. In Buddhism, that's called Kamaloka. And um, the great heresy of materialism, scientistic, scientistic materialism, rational empiricism, the great heresy of those heretics is the view that uh, there is no metaphysical, <laughs> that there's only physical. And... Um, or that the metaphysical is totally incomprehensible. No, it's comprehensible. They just can't comprehend it. And uh, Ra is explaining that, that before the veil, um, entities were aware of that inseparability of the physical and the metaphysical. Entities were aware that each transfer indeed, in fact, not only sexual transfer, but all that proceeds from any intercourse, and in fact, all that is associated with any phenomena, <laughs> in fact, so any intercourse or relational um, relational process, social or sexual, meaning uh, shaking hands or having sex, or talking or um, sitting together, any um, relational phenomena, phenomena of relationality, any intercourse or relation, social or sexual, physical, mental, spiritual, anything between two entities, has its character and substance in time-space rather than space-time. Character and substance. So we know the physical and metaphysical are inseparable. Um, the character and substance is found in the metaphysical. The form and appearance and manifestation is found in space-time. So space-time shows the form. In fact, it shows the manifestation of, of causality. It's the form realm not Arupa Loka, but it's the form, it's a formal manifestation. 
not different also than the shadow on the cave wall, but it ain't the fire, it ain't the source, it's actually a reflected manifestation of, it, of, of the true character and substance that's in the metaphysical. The physical is a reflected, in some ways reversed, yes? That's where, um, you know, occult reversalism comes in, the inversion of all the black magicals. Um, uh, space-time, at a certain level, in a certain way, is a polarized reflection of time-space. Time-space is, like, but again, crucially, this is new material, actually, and, and important for adepts, um, and important for those who are seeking to know the causal, or to know the hidden or to know the, 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 the roots of phenomena, the roots or causal source, nature, the, uh, what did David say, the source field, <laughs> something like that. Uh, the character and substance of phenomena is found in time-space. Substance is basically the, the energy vibratory basis of physicality. The character is the causal basis the causal plane is time-space, of time-space. The, the realm in which true character can be known, this is what Bailey called awareness of, of sensitivity to quality. Sensitivity to quality, meaning the increased sensitivity that occurs on spiritual path. As uh, the lower triad is clear to blockage and the uh, green-blue center, blue-green center is crystallized, um, one is increasingly aware of the character of phenomenal display, the hidden, the causal, um, the deeper nature, the true nature, or seeking to know true nature. There's phenomenal appearance, which is form. Its substance is in time-space. Phenomenal appearance um, is a manifestation uh, of causal character, of causal of, of causal basis being character so the character uh, of a transfer is known in time space the true character of a being is known in time space by discernment and so there's a very it's just a very interesting important topic for pondering by those who are um, working in four five six to consider the distinction between space time and time space the outer and the inner and the reliance of the outer upon the inner, soul and body, body and soul, and mind and body, or spirit and mind-body. Spirit is the inner to mind-body, which can be called an outer. Anyway, there's a great component of what you may call metaphysical energy transferred in sexual transfer. Uh, the energies transferred, if we're talking about the whole spectrum of energies in play in sexual activity, the transfer itself is mainly of space, uh, mainly of time-space. Uh, but there's also physical transfer that may occur or be more associated with space-time. The big butterfly comes through. So, just as sexual transfer is misunderstood because of the heresy of materialism, <laughs> thinking that um, body is the the body body in the physical realm is totality, and um, the absence of visibility of the subtle 
is some kind of proof of its uh, non-existence. That her that heretical view, um, highly distorted, in fact, insanity-promoting view of um, rational, empirical <laughs> materialism, scientism, that double-bind, crazy-making, deluded, delusional view, actually uh, misses the reality of the subtle uh, that is the main basis of green ray transfer. Great component of what you may call metaphysical energy transferred during sexual activity, and so the um, energy and um, deep causal basis uh, of all phenomena and interaction and sexual energy transfer, the basis is is uh, in time-space. And so, um, after the veil, we have we find this post-veiling assumption that physical manifestation, physical manifestation called body, is subject only to physical stimuli. No, it's emphatically not so. Ross says. Um, the body is an is a electromagnetic system, um, even more than it is simply a physical flesh biochemical system, and is subject to stimuli of various um, vibratory quality, not only uh, material but also immaterial. Eighty four eighteen. Don goes on after the veil. In our particular case, now we have. In the circuitry of which we were speaking, uh, a or what you'd call a blockage that occur that first occurs in orange ray. Could you describe what occurs with this first blockage, and what its effects are on each of the entities, assuming that one blocks and the other does not, or if both are blocked? So, it's true. Ra has talked about this before, and so what happens uh, in terms of transfer in sex, sexual union? when there really are lower chakra blockages, which is pretty common. Ross said, this material has been covered previously. If both entities are blocked, where? Second and third. Both will have an increased hunger for the same activity, seeking to unblock the baffled flow of energy. If one energy is blocked and the other vibrates in love, the entity baffled will hunger still, but have a tendency to continue to attempt to continue the procedure of sating the increasing hunger with the one vibrating green ray, due to an impression that this entity might prove helpful in this endeavor. The green ray active individual shall polarize slightly in the direction of service to others, but have only the energy with which it began. So this is um, the case, the cases of both entities blocked green ray, and blocked in lower chakras equals blocked in green ray, or lower chakra blockages, second, third, equals um, blockage in green ray or unavailable to vibrate green ray. If both are blocked, quote, blocked, meaning particularly two, three, four, then both have this increased hunger for sex, meaning sexual addiction, and uh, seek to unblock, the, the, the purpose of sexual addiction is to seek to unblock a blocked energy, unblock baffled flow of energy. And so we can even extrapolate to any kind of, quote, addiction or obsession. At some level, the obsession, addiction, is to try to move through a blockage. It's obviously a blockage, you know, the addicted 
um, a hyper attached state of mind to anything obviously is is a blockage um, as stuckness but the purpose of being stuck is to get unstuck <laughs> the purpose of going back again 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 to that which one super attached to is to try to get through it and so that's um, one way of looking at sexual uh, addiction or obsession is that in vain they're trying to get through the blockage then if one entity is blocked the other vibrates in love meaning they're sufficiently cleared in uh, two three to be vibrating in love then the one that's blocked in two three also still has that hungering but will choose the partner that they feel loves them or gives them love or the with whom they feel love or you know I'm in love with the one who's loving me um, even though that person who's blocked doesn't know what love is they know what need is they know what obsession or desire or attachment is they know what um, they want they know what they feel they need they think they need I need you um, but that's not love that's taking not giving love is a giving not a taking or an allowing that is a giving the giving of allowing and the giving that, that gives care and support and help so giving and allowing or the giving of anything that can be helpful the giving of that which brings benefit to other the giving of that which is of benefit to other <clears throat> and that includes the giving of allowance the giving of non-controlling the giving of free acceptance or unconditional accepting all that giving is love the one that's baffled or hungering and says, I love you, I need you, is not giving, they're taking. Fine. That's, that's not love. And so, um, a lot of what people think love is, is a taking, not a giving. And that's not love, that's desire. Fine. It's good. It may include some caring, but um, people should be clear the difference between taking and giving. And, <clears throat> in that case, the one that's still blocked um, will choose to stay with the one that they feel um, might prove helpful in this endeavor to unblock themselves, but of course this is all subconscious. So, the one that's blocked and the one that's not so blocked, the one that's vibrating love or sharing love, and the other one that doesn't quite fully know what love is, <clears throat> but but values what is happening with that partner, uh, <clears throat> um, will have the desire, will be very attached, generally, Ross saying, to that entity, with whom they <clears throat> with whom they feel that hunger and so some black magicians play this game too and some uh, deluded positives also um, preying on vulnerable partners the woman who chooses weak self-doubting men the man who chooses uh, self-doubting wounded women or man-man woman-woman whatever uh, basically <clears throat> um, uh, is looking to control um, by, I mean, a, a green ray wouldn't do this, but um, seeking the wounded partner is seeking one, one, uh, the partner one may control or dominate or possess. And that's not green ray, obviously. <clears throat> but it can happen that one who is in green ray uh, attracts or has this subconscious pulling and magnetizing of those who are not yet in green ray and then the one that's in green in not in green ray fully or not so well gets super attached to the one who's somewhat in green ray and the one who's in some green ray because of their own blockages falls out of green ray 
and goes into possession or goes into rejection or something. And so it can get very messy. And um, uh, people, in a sense, are doing what they need or feel they need, even if they're quite unconscious of it. And so it gets very... Uh, there's a lot that can be understood, or uh, there, there are a lot of applications to personal psychology that can be understood here or made um, from this principle that, uh, in this case, the one that has this increasing sexual hunger, or in, you know, increasing, right, increasing hunger, meaning more and more, not just hunger, but increasing hunger, and so that's real sexual attachment, obsession. Addiction. Addiction's a stupid word, but I don't like it. But let's just say strong attachment, super attachment, and obsession, and um, uh, the inability to to quell it, which is real painful, and that's increasing. And um, yet, they in in some case maybe it sees the difference between one block, one not block, and both block. When both block, then they just can get into a real S and M um, power dynamic tangle, service to self sexuality, lower chakra blockage, lower chakra transfer, second, third transfer, transfer associated with maintaining blockage, associated with being a negative path, associated with real dominant submission, submissive S and M type sexuality. That's not what we're talking about here. That's left hand path sexual transfer. Then there's positively oriented right-hand path sexual transfer, which really has got to be based in love, which is um, sincere non-controlling, commitment to non-controlling and unconditional acceptance. Uh, seeking. It doesn't mean perfect, it means seeking. And yet even the one <clears throat> that is not doing too well in the case where one is well in Green Ray and the other one's not, the one that's not doing too well and has this sort of this in sexual insatiability, insatiable sexual hunger, um, is is seeking to be free of the blockages, is seeking to move into love, but they don't know, or they may know, but um, ultimately in that case, what's needed is not necessarily more sex, but more talking, <laughs> talking like, why do you? What is the pain you're carrying? And so the one that has that sexual insatiability has psychological pain, emotional pain, deep wounding. And it's not sex that's going to take care of it. It might help, but it's deeper self-understanding and self-acceptance and resolution of a distorted self-image or deep self-blame, low self-worth. That's the issue. It's low self-worth or self-punishment, self-blame, it comes out of low self-value. That's the problem. And that's the root of the insatiability that is expressed sexually. But it's really seeking love, and it ain't the love another one has, it's their own self-love, actually. So, next time, we will, <laughs> yes, do a third hour on session 84, beginning at 84.19, and look into the PDF that I um, have on um, sexuality and spiritual path. <clears throat> it's um, what? It's 13 pages. 
and um, it's a compilation from the four or five Law of One books, really four, because it didn't include any book five material, and talks about sexual energy transfers and um, having children and um, positive and negative path transfers and higher dimensional sex and um, assessing sexual experience overall. So it's interesting, and we'll get a little bit into that next time as we complete session 84. So thank you very much. I hope it's been helpful. Take good care of yourselves, and good night.